Today on the Fake Outrage Report, the transgender community does not have a boner for Matt Bomer. And how do they make pre-worn out clothes? Hello and salutations, everyone. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. Yes, Bill hello. Cosi here with you. Hi. Ajay Raj, my Ajay Raj. The better browner half of this show here with me, as always, <laughs> or as he usually is. How's it going this week, man? I am usually brown. <laughs> Typically, than you. are you in a brown yeah. mood today? Uh, I feeling, lately feeling yeah. particularly brown. Feeling kind of brown. I don't know. <laughs> we're getting, yeah. we're skirting the edge of poop jokes here, and I'm trying to avoid uh, that. Yeah, and, and and racial stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, let's just get right off of that. Uh, <laughs> so so I turned thirty yesterday. How fucking cool is that? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel great. I feel wonderful. Yep. You're you're already thirty, right? I am. Yeah. How's your thirtiness been so far? Oh, you know, it's uh, my thirtieth year has been a, quite a roller coaster. It has been. Yeah. Which we've alluded to in well, the past. Yeah. Our goal on the show is never to put your life on display, so yeah. we, we don't want to. Let's, let's uh, avoid that. We don't want to get right into that. Oh man, our guest today. We always meet our guests up front. Is Miss Sarah Maywalt. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Okay. And Sarah, what do you have going on in your life in terms of uh, showbiz shows and you know. The depression, not getting on stage enough, but I have a couple of shows that are coming up that I don't know where they are and I don't know what they're called. So um, there you go. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Sarah Maywalt. That's Sarah with an H, Maywalt. May is in the month, Walt is in Disney. Yes. Easy. My yeah. former employer, Disney. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did for a year of my life down in Florida. At least you know the benefits of good lubricant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is a job where they bend you over and give it to you pretty good. Yeah, but but with but with fun, with childlike abandon. Uh, yeah, it really is like <laughs> Disney, and I always tell people it's like the military with like cute and cute stuffed animal mascots mm. running around. Like it's very like they don't pay you well, they don't treat you well, but you like learn a lot, and they're extremely strict, and it looks good in a resume. Apparently, hey, yep, oh. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to describe it. But also, you mentioned you don't get on stage enough. Yeah. That's every comic I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, no but it's like, it's like worse for me now. It's like I'm, I've been doing comedy for like 10 years now. I've mm-hmm. been trying to say four um, just because it doesn't sound as pathetic. But, <laughs> but, but it's like I'm, I'm, like, uh, like I'm going to tell you something. That, that honeymoon period is long over. It is tough to go to open mics. It is tough. You yeah. know? It is really tough. And I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not good enough to be on, on HBO. But man, is it hard these days, I'll tell you. Like I need to, yeah. I need I need something to like get me back, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you need the slump buster. What's the slump the, buster the show? Slump buster? Where you know you're going through a period where you're just kind of floating, and then you do one good show and you have a great set, and you're like, oh, that's right, that's why I do all these things. Yeah, probably you're right. You know, because right. the thing with with doing comedy, especially in New York, is that ninety seven percent of your time is invested in an, in not actually being on stage performing. Yes, absolutely, it's networking, Worst. it's writing, it's networking. doing a sketch, <laughs> I don't do doing that. a podcast, whatever, whatever yeah. it might be. No, you know? no, certainly. So yeah, I, I feel you. I, I have an actual show that I'm on tomorrow night, and that's for the first time in weeks. Good, well, good. Congratulations. Thank you. It'll probably be in front of six people and some candles, but that's hey, great. listen, six people. Yeah, that's a it. freaking audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's our, at this yeah. stage. At this stage, that's our that's our Madison Square Garden, baby. <laughs> Pretty Six much. Six people. Oh my yeah. god! And if some drunk people wander in, I'll get double digits. Can that's you believe that shit? Fucking shit! <laughs> yeah, I did this. I did this show recently for Sage, which is like a uh, a group of uh, LGBT uh, elders, mm-hmm. uh, which 
it's a nice word for seniors. Is that an acronym? Like okay. senior I, I something? Yeah, oh, they're is. not like the elders of the LGBT community, like the ones, the secret cabal that yeah, runs no, the whole no, thing. No, 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 no. Those are a completely <laughs> different group. Yeah. Like the gay um, Illuminati, if that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did, I did a show for that and them, and that was like, <laughs> oh, it must Illuminati. It was like it was like seventy five people of then they could probably I think some of them had their ear, their uh, hearing aids turned on. Now you you are a member of the uh, LGBTQ community, correct? Well, I mean, in in so far as I am one of those letters, yes. Okay, but I, I don't I listen. I don't do a whole lot of like community activity. Okay, not a big fan to be honest. The reason why we have Sarah on today is she's one of the letters. And we're going to we're going to talk about that in just a minute. There was some outrage this week over yet another Hollywood casting. And you guys familiar with Matt Bomer? Yes. One of my he's my man crush. Honestly, I've actually been a like a legit Matt Bomer fan for like years because he's a fucking great actor. Mm-hmm. What you has know? he been in? He's been in the television show Chuck from years ago. OK. And he started in the he was a star of the show White Collar. I don't know okay. if you've heard of White Collar. You probably no. saw the billboards for it around the city. And then he had a small part in Magic Mike. Okay. Okay. Everyone's okay. seen Matt, which, by the way, is I haven't, I haven't seen it. No? no, that was the best time I think I've ever had at the movies. Was Magic Mike? Oh, well, that's, oh, that's good. I'm, well, I like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm starting to question this heterosexual question this heterosexual part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a question there. Well, no, the reason why is because my um my roommate was a fan of the director of the movie, right? And I'm a Matt Bomer fan. And we're like, yeah, let's just go. And luckily, it was a chick, so it looked like we were on a date. Yeah. Okay. Go. So okay. I, so yeah. Phil had his beard. This was years ago okay. when Magic Mike came out. And so, oh, oh, that's right, man. Yeah. That beard. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was. God damn. <laughs> All right. And anyway, but it was the best time I had because the whole theater was like either gay dudes or like middle-aged women who just went there for girls night to get shit faced. And so everyone was like, like heckling the screen and like yelling shit the whole movie. But like, no, you don't go see Magic Mike for the plot. And no, so it absolutely. was, the, it was one of the funnest, funnest times I've ever had at the movies. So. Yeah, I had I had a very good time at Step Up 3D, <laughs> and the only reason I did step I went to Step Up 3D is uh, they were they had filmed part of it in my building, and I had walked past the the door one day, and uh, and I was not not my my home building, my work building, and I, I I just thought to myself like I have the power to end this, like I could bring a shotgun in tomorrow and I could keep this from happening, <laughs> and so when it was made, I was like. I didn't do it. Like I have to put myself through this in order to ask my penance. And uh, it was fantastic. Let me tell you, it's fantastic. Oh, like the, the experience of being there oh. or, or are you, are you into those kind of movies? No, no, I wasn't. Well, now I am. So not I'm, judging I'm, if you are. I don't I, give a I, shit. Listen, like, listen, I am just because they are so ridiculous. They and really it, are yeah. like over the top. Really? And it's just a good, you just, you just, you just laugh at the whole damn idea. Anyway, back to the story. Matt, uh, Matt Bomer, who is a, uh, I don't know the, pre- he's a, he's a, a cisgender gay male. Is that right? I don't know. Is he gay? He's I gay. He's, oh, okay. he's well. very gay. He's a gay actor. So he's, he's one of the other letters. The <laughs> G. He's yeah. the G. He's a G. He's a G. He's and an OG. so the controversy O-O-G-G. here. <laughs> OGG. Right. Yeah. with OGG. <laughs> and uh, he got casted as a, a transsexual sex worker in yes. an upcoming movie called anything uh-huh. and people are very upset because he is not a transsexual he's uh he's gay yes mm-hmm. which confused me at first because and and pardon my ignorance but like i read well, a whole lot he's cisgender right because he could be transgender and gay yes that's yes, true he could. and so 
people are upset about this. But the thing I find interesting is that usually when when you hear the term LGBTQ, it's just under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. You don't usually hear of people separating the two. Well, well, you see, here's the here's the thing about that. And when people say LGBT, they usually mean gays and lesbians, and that's it. End. Yeah. End. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so now, now in the recent past, the the other letters, especially the T, have been um, brought forth. Where you know, look at ten twenty. Look at ten fifteen years ago. There was no one who identified as transsexual in the public eye. Zero people, and people mm-hmm. would use LGBT as an umbrella, but but never actually talk about never actually talk about trans people other than. Other than saying the letter T in LGBT. Yeah, or making a, like a very cheap, poorly, lazy joke at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're like walking punchlines. It's great. <laughs> People laugh at me as I walk down the street. It's fine. I kill everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I also want to mention to you about this is that this is not the first time that we've covered an outrage about a casting on the show. We've actually done it a few times before. One of you remember the Tommy episode a few months ago, Tommy um, Kang. Oh yeah. We're talking about the, the, uh, the Asian, thing. Asian thing. So this Asian is, this is similar, but also very different. Cause that one was racial. Um, that episode, by the way, number 15, go back and listen to it. It was about a, uh, a white person getting casted in an Asian role. So this is similar, but it's also quite different as well. The thing that pops out about this is a lot of people had a lot of questions. were very angry online like well why couldn't you give this role to someone who is a t in that community and the reason why i'm doing this episode is because i calmly explained how like casting and budgeting works for film and i got like eviscerated by some people (laughs) online because they they didn't they didn't want to uh they didn't want to hear about it basically right right they don't want to have a conversation they just want to get angry um and trust me i've seen it i've been I've I've been on I've been on the receiving end of some of those. Well, go ahead and explain your position, and uh, and I will. I'll. I'll, I'll, well, I'll I don't like. I don't have here. like a strong position on it. Like I just kind of. No, no. Just just tell me. Just tell mm-hmm. that. Like just yeah. Tell what what you said, and then I'll I'll chime in with uh mm-hmm. with what I think. Well, people always say, you know, how come we couldn't get a, a transsexual actor for the role? And basically, the reason why is because you need budgeting and marketing if you're going to make a movie, especially in Hollywood. And a guy like Matt Bomer, he's not quite a household name, but he's been a television star for years. He's been in a bunch of movies. He's a guy that for a uh, indie level movie, which this is, is a good choice for the role because he's somebody who has a little bit of star power. And also he's a proven commodity. The guy's been an actor for like 25 years. He, he knows his shit and he's, you know, he's a fantastic actor. And rather than sort of see that angle, people, like you said, they just wanted to get angry. They're just like, well, that means that everyone that worked in this movie hates all trans people, you know, like people right. just jump. They made that huge leap right mm-hmm. away. Well, well, here's the thing in, in, in one respect, you're absolutely right. 100% mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. right. But and in, and in a lot of respects, the people that are jumping all over you and then jumping all over this casting decision are 100 percent incorrect. But there is a real problem that's underneath it mm-hmm. that is very, you know, uh, for, for somebody like me is is a huge problem that never really gets talked about. And partially it's because people jump over, you know, jump on every single uh on every single casting choice. It's like, it's like, listen, um, you do need to have a name with the movie to make it sell. 
to get the get the money to make it. That's just the way it works. Asses and That's seats. how yeah. it works. But here's the big problem. The big problem for trans people is that there is no other roles for us. Like, period. Like, there's no, no one's going to hire a trans person for a commercial. No one. Zero people. Okay. There's no bit parts. There's no other things. I mean, basically, trans actors get to be, um, you know, uh, trans prostitute number two in a movie. That's what a trans actor can look forward to. Mm -hmm. And so, so there's no way for a trans uh, performer, a trans actor, to really build up his or her resume to get to the point where they can, where they can do uh, a lead role or a right, semi-lead role. Right. Okay. So, 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 so the big problem that I have with this whole shit. Is that we have a whole bunch of people, we have a whole bunch of people who are getting a lot of accolades on the backs of, you know, stories about trans people. And I'm not necessarily against that, except fuck Jared Leto. I hate his fucking guts right. and I'd spit in his face if I could fucking see him. <laughs> hey, Jared, are you here? Are you listening? I hate your fucking guts. Okay, go fucking pretend to be goddamn method actor for that, asshole. Okay, but but regardless, Jared Leto is one of our nine listeners. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I fucking, hate, here. fucking hate Jared Leto. Okay, <laughs> but like like Eddie Redmayne is that that's how you pronounce his name? The and guy who he played was, Stephen Hawking, or you know, he did a trans thing. Yeah, he yeah, did. He guy. did the Danish girl. So, see, the thing is, like a lot of these a lot of these actors who do this, they come out and you know they really try to help. Yeah, they really try to help. Like like Jared Leto just didn't want to talk about it. He took the Oscar. You know, he it made some dumb joke ass. about it, right? Like, no, he, yeah, he, he well, got all weirdly uncomfortable about he, it. He got uncomfortable about it, and he got the Oscar for portraying one of us. And it's like, listen, all right, at the very least, just give us a little bit of like, you know, hey, maybe we shouldn't be killing these people just because they're weird. Um, okay, fine, but he didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> but, 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 like I said, the problem is not Matt Bomer, and the problem's not this film. The problem is yeah. all of Hollywood. They mm -hmm. don't like if if a trans person is cast, it is a issue. It is an issue for the audience. It's an issue for it's an issue for potential sponsors. Like you're mm -hmm. like when you're seeing these trans uh, centered uh, movies, they're pretty much art house flicks. They're not. They're not. Yeah, the this stuff. is an indie movie. I couldn't even find an IMDb page for it. Right. Like that's how small it was. Right. So and, it's definitely and, a yeah. And so, well, it, it, to be honest. Like the the idea of these of these uh, uh, stories coming out is a good thing, but but I think if Hollywood really wants this, mm -hmm. they need to they need to bring us on board a little bit. Like give okay. us like give us just like a random role that you would have given that doesn't really matter if it's transgender or not. Like it, just give us ten lines, mm -hmm. and then so we can start building a resume. And like other than Laverne Cox and maybe Ian Harvey. No one. There's no one. Yeah, that, that anyone th those those are semi-famous trends actors. I, right, I, I honestly right. don't know who they are. Well, but Laverne that's... Cox is on. Um, oh yeah, from Orange, Orange is the New Black, Black. Yeah. and Ian Harvey okay. is is probably the most famous trans comedian. Uh, he opened a lot for uh, Margaret Cho, and he is uh, he okay. has a he has a supporting role on Transparent, which that's another one. Um, so you got Jeffrey Tambor in the lead. Yeah, and that's an, that's another thing. When you have a when you have a story where the trans person is in the in the process of transition, it's very hard to get an actual trans actor to do that because most trans people uh, during that period of time, the awkward phase, they're not acting. 
You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. they're getting their stuff together. They're trying to get money up for surgery and stuff like that. It's a big, huge process. So it's very hard to get somebody in that uh, an actual transactor. So that. last question: You said a moment ago that it's good that the story is sort of getting out there because right. the movie is being made. Now, do you feel that a film like this could potentially, uh, yeah, a trans person didn't get casted this time? But do you feel that if more movies like this come out and mainstream acceptance in sort of general society and culture tends to permeate a little more, that this is something that down the road a few years you could definitely see this helping in terms of casting? Well, well, like well, the like, next time a movie like this comes along, maybe it will go to a trans. Person. Well, is that possible? The, the, my, my my sort of point is that like like you have a, a J here, and uh, you are a brown individual. Okay, mm-hmm. we've established so, that. Uh, all of fi- <laughs> finally, finally, we're starting to put brown people in like commercials and stuff like that. It's not every commercial, but brown people have been depicted in Hollywood since the dar- since the Dark Ages. Okay, mm-hmm. but 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 people haven't you know had the um, the huevos. Um, to actually put actual brown people in just regular shit until mm-hmm. very recently. And so yeah. and so so the question is, how long is it gonna take? Um, like listen, I, I, okay. I understand that that the stories are compelling and you wanna tell them, but um, if you really wanna do something for us, like you gotta give, give us that role. Yeah, because okay. because that's the problem right now. Every everybody is an unknown. Every trans actor is an unknown right now. Mm-hmm. It's completely unknown. Like, how are you going to pitch? How are you going to pitch a uh, a studio on mm-hmm. a trans actor, even for an art house film, which will probably make like you know two hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, end. it only gets released in six screens nationally. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, we're not even at. There's no trans people that are even at that level right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's the huge problem. So, so, you, so the problem is when you cast a cisgender in a role like this, you're saying that it prevents the resume building so that it well, makes it harder to eventually get to that point. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that in this case, casting cisgender person as a transgender person mm-hmm. in, in like a lead role in something like this necessary has to happen just mm-hmm. because there's nobody. The problem is just that, you know, what like... Like the like when you're a trans person, you can only get trans roles, mm-hmm. and so if, when when the the only ones of any note are given to cisgender people, of course transgender people are going to be pissed about it. But yeah. there is a legitimate problem. There is a legitimate problem for somebody making that movie that they don't have anybody who's got the chops to fill that role. But mm-hmm. the problem with that that but that's. But it's a double-edged sword because, yes, I agree in the type of casting decision that they made at this time for that movie. I'm okay with that. But the problem is more the undercurrent. Trans people don't have any roles. Like, yeah. they won't put them in the shit that mm-hmm. other actors do. Like, even even as a—it's it's hard as a trans person to even get work as an extra— I mean, like that's that's where we're coming from because they don't want to have they don't want to make their this scene is not controversial. We don't need a trans person here. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so that you can't, you can't even get like restaurant person number eight in the background. Well, that's that's the that's thing. interesting. That's that, the thing. I did not I mean, know that. I don't, so. I don't I'm not an actor and I'm not any good at acting. But <laughs> but trans people, they don't there's not work for them. I mean, mm-hmm. they had a casting call for like Mr. Robot where they had trans actor. Uh, trans actors as uh as uh, uh uh you know in the background but it was a scene with trans people 
That mm-hmm. was what it was supposed to be, and that's the issue. That Fantastic get. show, by the way, Mister Robot, like but, one of my favorites. But but that's <laughs> that's the problem you get when you're mm-hmm. when you're trans. It's like your inclusion is controversy, even in the most mm-hmm. minor of roles. Mm-hmm. And and without the without Hollywood having the guts to say, you know, fuck it, these people are people, yeah, and let's let's throw them a fucking bone. Mm-hmm. We're never going to have trans people that have the resume. That could that, that could get them into roles like this. So yeah, I I I just learned a lot in the last ten minutes. By the way, I didn't know any of this stuff. Well, well, right, but this I is, mean, you you yeah. can see what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, if you remember a few years ago, Barack Obama actually appointed a trans woman to not like a secretary of cabinet, just like some minor post. Yeah, and it was a whole shitstorm. <laughs> it was a gigantic, you know, F five, you know. <laughs> Category six shitstorm. Okay. However, and, Obama gets attacked for everything. Well, no, no, no. He's but, just but, kinda, but it's but a little. I bit, understand but, but, that's but you're amplified. Saying, yeah, you're, you're saying it like, and that was just like that was just like six or seven years ago, and that was a shitstorm. Just somebody working for like the Department of State or the Department of Health or Urban Development or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just somebody, just some minor player, and and it was a shit storm. Like that's the problem that we face. It's like it takes guts to so, put a trans person in any role, and people just don't. Have so, guts. so you're saying like because you mentioned earlier like how much effing longer is it going to take? Because it sounds like the inclusion is oftentimes reliant on someone else taking a chance. Right. That's okay. True. And that and that's one of the issues you think too. Right. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's different for gay people. Okay, in this situation, well, especially with acting. I mean, gays have been accepted as actors for right. I mean, they might point. not have been able to be accepted as gay people in acting, mm-hmm. but when they were, all of you had a shit ton of people, you know, yes. ready to go. Like oh, they have yes. a resume as long as I've been gay the whole man. time. Hey, surprise! Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But but with trans people, there's not that thing. And like with with uh, you know brown people or or but you know more black people now have the resume but now brown people like people of mm-hmm. uh, south asian descent and stuff like that like it's the same sort of problem it's like you just don't have people well like they're starting to to get it they're they're starting to push that and that's good but mm-hmm. but like with and i mean even with somebody like let's say um indians they could actually get their resume in india together you know it's like where's the country for trans people i mean we got a flag but we got no country what what's the flag oh it's it's one of those stupid it's it's like blue pink it's like light blue pink white pink light blue that's what the trans flag is but we don't got no country i don't know why we got a flag ridiculous <laughs> so you mentioned too a minute ago and i do want to hit this point that matt boomer himself is not the problem in, no, the, in this no, case absolutely because the thing is a lot of people when they went on twitter and stuff they went after him they're like this is you you're the one doing this and you're and like matt boomer is gay himself so he's probably experienced a good amount of discrimination throughout his life because he's from like missouri or something so i just assume growing up gay there was not pleasant well well, and, well let, 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 let me let me let me walk that back a little bit okay. like <laughs> I have had gay people get on my case for being trans. Like, that's a thing. Like, I was at the center, the LGBT center, and a mm-hmm. man with a with a, a little Asian man with a bowler hat with this big feather, you know, <laughs> floating around. I swear to God, floating around with like a like a little like a little a rainbow flag. He sat down and I was in like a support group and started laughing at us, like, hey, they think they're lesbians. It's like that happened to me 
at the LGBT center. What year was this? Just out of curiosity. Oh, uh, this was uh, this was this was about eight years ago. Okay. Yeah, but that's okay. at the New York LGBT center. <laughs> wow, that's 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 and okay. I and I almost you know knocked this block off. <laughs> okay, but that wouldn't have been ladylike. Now, so hey, it? so so hey, there's but, a small chance that Matt Bomer himself hates trans no, people. No, we don't no, know. no, we don't no, no. I don't that. think he but, does. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he does. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. You can't just. It's assume. not a given. You it's not a given in either assume. direction. In, but, and assume. that's the problem with some of the outrage here was that like people were just instantly attacking him in the studio. Because the other thing too is that because we're talking about like budgeting and you were saying how difficult it is to get somebody in those kind of roles. I don't think that there were a bunch of guys in suits sitting in some like boardroom who were like, fuck trans people. I mean, maybe there, maybe it happened, but probably it didn't. But it doesn't, that doesn't really matter if they're like, it's just the effects of their actions that matter. So if like, I agree, but the thing is, is that people took it as a direct slight to the community, which, and, and I understand the end result is the same, I understand that, but at the same time, I, I don't think the intent was to piss off a bunch of people. Because if you're trying to sell tickets to anything, why would you piss off sure. your potential audience? But it's just you don't like. It's just the fact that they don't care. Like they they didn't think about it. I think that that mm-hmm. bothers people. Well, I I think I yeah, I, I, think you're right. I really I li- really literally think that they thought about it. Um, the people who are making this movie. Usually when you make a movie like this, it's sort of like a passion project. This isn't this isn't something that you're just doing because, you know, you think it's a good idea. I mean, maybe it is, maybe somebody it is, but but I think they care. But but like I said, the problem isn't the problem isn't, you know, Matt Bomer or this or any or any single casting decision. The problem is the undercurrent that the money doesn't want us around. Mm. so mm-hmm. that you know and, and i mean it's never like oh we hate trans people it's more like i don't think we can make as much money if we have a trans person on there do you know what i mean and yeah. in a way that's more insidious but but like to get an out outraged over like what matt bomer's doing matt what matt bomer's doing and what this movie is doing is a net gain okay don't get outraged over that they're trying they're trying a little bit for us okay um, what you need to get outraged is the climate. And obviously with society, it doesn't move. The, um, society is like a, like, a, like a cruise ship. You can't just turn it on a dime. Yeah, it only, gotta, it only goes to, 20 miles an hour tops. And, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, and, it, and it's got a lot of momentum, you know, in a certain mm-hmm. direction. You mm-hmm. have to sh- move it slowly, unfortunately. Um, so this outrage isn't going to help anything. But they, what people need to do is start putting pressure on Hollywood or if, if they want this to change, you know, if if there's anybody in Hollywood listening and you want this to change, you want trans people in trans roles, okay? Start putting fucking trans people in your, you know, just shit roles. Just shit tiny roles. Give them Store a chance. Clerk, you know, that kind of this little yeah, just three, give three them a line, chance to line. steal a scene. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just be just be a good, you know, a good actor in a shit in a shit role that it really doesn't matter who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. Give them that. So they can start building their resume. And that's really what we need. And mm. that's a huge problem. That is a huge problem. So, so you're saying that the, the the outrage here, the bigger umbrella issue is a huge problem. And yeah, it's, and it's mean, an ongoing battle. It's not going to go away. For us, okay. which is a small segment of the population. But, but this, for somebody like me, mm-hmm. like where, where's my, where's my path? Yeah. Where's my path to that? Okay. I don't, you know, it's like. It's apparently it's like, being blocked by Matt Bomer. No, but no, no, no. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like if you two want to do commercials and get yourself, you know, a little bit of money, that's an option. Me? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Unless it's, you know, a very specific 
subset. Like that's the problem. Unless there's something that's related to tea stuff that they're selling, right? right? Or, or okay. Like, or like, I I'm a trans person and I have AIDS. You know, like I could Ooh. I could be the tra- I could be the AIDS trans person. I don't want to be a statistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking exactly. But that's but that's like the problems that we sort of face. Um, is that there's just nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. on the small end to build up to that other than you know trans prostitute <laughs> number two. <laughs> you know, it's and it's mm-hmm. not fun. It's so not fun. We always break down the result of what what often occurs because of outrage on the show, and the result of this one. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, we all know Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. guy that plays the Hulk in the Avengers movies. For those of you who are into that kind of stuff, he uh, went on Twitter shortly after all this came out, and he said, "Like, hey, I'm really." You know, I'm really glad we're having this conversation as a community. However, at the same time, he then came out and also was like, look, I recommended Matt for this role because I worked with him and he's awesome, is sort of what he said. Then he also followed it up by saying, oh, by the way, we already, the movie's already filmed. (laughs) So like your outrage is like basically useless. You're not going to get them to recast and reshoot an entire feature film because some people are mad on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> well, right. That's just not going to happen. And so the outrage in this in this situation, while it's good natured and good intentioned and and very correct in many ways, especially uh, well, I, I based think, on like I said, uh, like I'm not a huge fan of like just like outrage. Like, like I said, in this case, we're big fans. The, well, well, right. <laughs> I mean, you made a whole podcast on it, but I'm just saying, just saying, the outrage itself is it's not really helpful in this situation. Like it's it's just. There is something to be angry at, but this, but getting outraged on this is just hurting the cause at this point. It, it's it's funny. Yeah, yes, yes, I agree with the premise of the outrage, but mm-hmm. the problem is that the problem that they face is that these movies are helping us because, unlike with gay people, which mm-hmm. there's you know maybe five percent of the population, trans people are less than one percent. People don't have us in their family. Not everybody. So it's harder for them to... It still is a little bit taboo. It is. Like, if you well, find out someone is bringing their trans cousin for Thanksgiving, like, it's still a punchline. It's, it's yeah. still, in some parts of the country, it's like, don't bring them to my table. It's very... Uh, like uh, often, it's, it's not quite accepted yet, the uh, way that gays... I mean, but, but, no, but my point is that mm-hmm. oftentimes when I meet people and they know if they either I tell them or they know I'm trans, like, I'm the first one. And that's the problem is like you don't have people exposed to trans people. So this idea, yeah, these. It's true. It's, yeah. Right. Well, that's right. how that's how I didn't honestly know anyone firsthand. So I asked a few people around. I asked around. Right. And you were recommended. Right. For this show today. Because I really don't know. Well, it's not thank that you I, for casting a trans person yeah. in a trans role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, we, we aim for that in the show. We try to get people who actually right. are affected by whatever outrage it is. Because you don't want to just having two guys sit around talking about things they know nothing about is not fair. Right. To any discussion. Yeah, an ignorance festival. Yeah. Or right. mostly on my half of the room. But <laughs> anyway, back to what you're saying. But, but no, but but that's, but I mean, I mean, the, the long story short is that, you know, the outrage isn't helping because the movie, this thing is, is getting all, our stories to people and making us and humanizing us mm-hmm. to people who think that we are, you know, pedophiles, um, which is fantastic. Great job. Thank you, Matt Boner. Um, Bomer. I'm not calling you Bomer because it's With way more M. fun. It's way more fun to call you Boner, Matt Boner. Okay. <laughs> you took our role. I get to call you Matt Boner. There you go. Good compromise. Uh, <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. I, Cause I like the idea of him being Matt Boner. And so that's fantastic to me. And, and he is a fantastic looking dude. He gives, yeah, he gives he's a lot a of people He's a very boners. attractive, he's that's a very a, attractive man. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, so I think what, what we're, because we always try to come to like a verdict at the end here. I think, so what you're saying is that the outrage, while it's, it's, uh, it's sort of like the correct outrage, but the wrong target. Is that sort of what we're getting at here? Well, well I think, I think the problem, uh, the, there is a real issue here. There's a real issue mm -hmm. here, but, um, you know, getting upset at every casting choice is only going to work against us. Um, so mm -hmm. the, the issue is not the, I mean, the people who need to hear this outrage that are the people who are, you know, working at Geico, the people who are, who are, who Michael Bay on his next fucking film. Mm -hmm. These are the people who need to hear it. It's like, you know, there better be some transgender people who blow up in your next movie, yeah. Michael Bay. Absolutely. You fucking understand. <laughs> we blow up just as good as anyone. <laughs> Facts sometimes better, but, but, but that's, that's the point. It's like, there is a problem here and it really does need to be addressed, but, but where, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree. Hmm. Okay. So, I, I, so if we're going to make a real, I, I would say the outrage is pretty legit just because yeah. it's an issue that's not going to end until it's fixed. And it's something that's a constant battle right. that's going to keep being waged. So outrage I, I would say legit. Maybe not being usefully deployed. But, yeah. but, but don't, but don't, but don't outrage. Don't get outraged at, at two fine young gentlemen who are just trying to, to, to have a point. You know, it's not necessarily just because they don't agree with you doesn't mean that they're horrible people. I mean, they may be, uh, I don't know them that well, but I mean, I mean, that, that's, that's the <laughs> point. That's the point. When somebody, you got to have a conversation about these things. And if, if it's not a conversation, if it's a shouting match, then nothing's going to get done because you're just yeah. going to alienate the people who are trying to help. Well, and that's, that's what happened was I got into this, this online flame where I'm not going to name names or get too deep into it. But what happened was I was just being inquisitive, trying to like ask questions and these people, well, actually no, just this one person, I had about seven people jumping on my side, telling this person that she was being ridiculous because she was just attacking me. She was literally being like, no, you're a cisgender white male. Your opinion doesn't matter. Like, shut up. Fuck you. Like straight up. Just like, viciously attacking well, I mean, you know me. there's a there's a lot of anger there i think and i think i mean but in this situation i, di I didn't come on and say like right. hey what's wrong with all these tea people i'm not, I, I I'm not saying you did anything yeah. wrong but i'm saying like there's a lot of anger there that's just waiting for a target because like a lot yeah. of, and a lot of times people I'm not saying that's this is what you were doing but a lot of the times people use the use like oh i'm just coming in and asking questions when they're not really like they they've made up yeah. their mind that they're like they're anti and that they're like trying yeah. to they're like it's a trolling technique that people can use not that you were doing that yeah well, well I, i'm just gonna tell you that you know among trans people i'm one of the more sane um <laughs> it's weird it's weird i've never Way considered to throw myself the community under the bus That's well i don't know <laughs> listen it's like it's like comedy okay you're it's like it's like well it's trans people are similar to comedians in that they're all fucking crazy um and but the reasons for it like tr people come to comedy because they're crazy um, being trans makes you crazy just because of, you know, the society and the thing around it. And so a lot of people have been hurting for a long time and they are very angry. They have a very, they have a chip on their shoulder. And I mean, yeah, I, I've occasionally like I'll, I'll get up, but I really try not to because, you know, you got to work with people. Yeah. But, 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 but that, but there's a lot of pain and that's part of the reason why, um, you know, some people jump. Yeah, because I, it, I really was like, and I understand those people are the people who pretend to ask questions or assholes. But like, I really was just like being inquisitive and I got torn apart. And it's one of those things where it's like, I'm a person who 
doesn't I don't have like a strong stance on either side of this. So I, I'm like, hey, maybe I'm somebody who could potentially be recruited to join this cause and join this progress. But when you alienate and you rip someone apart for asking questions, that's like you said, it's hurting the cause. Well, well, like, well, like, you know, when I when I transitioned, I mean, I, tr- I wanted to be very careful not to uh, not to confuse ignorance with malice. Those are two different things. Ignorance can be taught. Malice can't. Malice people, fuck them. You can say whatever yeah. you want to them. But the ignorant people, if you jump on them for stuff that they're really trying, you 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 risk pushing them away for good. Yeah. And and that's a that's a that's a real problem. And like I said, you know, as a trans person, it sucks because I have to worry about all you guys' feelings. Like when well, I'm What do you mean through, by you guys? Yeah. You, <laughs> you people, you freaking muggles. <laughs> you um, breeders. Right. Isn't yeah. that the term breeders? The, no, I, uh, Rape dudes is now the. Well, uh, I, I, I call I call cisgender people muggles, just because what is it? muggles. Is that from an Harry acronym Potter, or something? Right? Or it's from, from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. That's like the non-magic people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh, but, <laughs> but but my point my point is that it really sucks because you're sitting here and you're trying to deal with everything, and then you have to take all these people's feelings into consideration. Who mm-hmm. who it's really not that difficult for, but they feel it's difficult for because they don't know any better. It's it's tough. Um, but, but it's something you have to do. It's something you sort of have to suck up and, you know, try, try your best because, you know, you You want, and and I get that. And the person and the people online that, that attacked me and attacked the people, we get, we get it. And, and at the end of the day, we're on your side and we're trying to show you that, but it's sometimes hard because maybe we say one thing wrong or we, you know, we drop a word that's out of date or something and it just starts all over again. Exactly. That sort of thing. Exactly. All right. Exactly. This has been very educational. Yeah. So, so putting a bow on it, I think the outrage is pretty legit, yeah, pretty justifiable. But leave Matt Boner alone, please. Now listen, let Matt Boner do what he needs yeah. to do. Let the boner be. Let, let the boner be. I mean, he probably causes quite a few boners. He's probably had quite a few boners. Yeah, yeah. there we good. go. It's good. And he's probably gonna crush it too. I just want to say he's a really good actor. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll wait till the movie's out. All right. We'll, cool. we'll see. But so let's let's move on to something uh, a bit more lighthearted. Lighthearted. Shoes. Shoes. Everyone loves shoes, uh, right? Everyone loves shoes. Uh, there was a shoe company called the Golden Goose Shoe Company, uh-huh. and they really recently released a new line of shoes that are like pre-worn out shoes. Pre-worn out shoes. Okay. Like. Like to the tenth degree, like it had like duct tape on them and like fucking half the sole ripped off, as if it's like they were like old. Like, <laughs> can you? Are they functional? Can you walk in these? Yes. Shoes? The, the, well, they don't actually have duct tape. Like they're made to look like it. Oh, okay. And then here's the real kicker: is they're, they're being sold at Barney's, which is like a high end yeah. store, for between five and six hundred dollars a pair. Okay. I thought you were gonna say thousand. That actually is not that. Yeah, for Barney's, that's like the crazy. discount rack. Yeah, <laughs> six hundred dollars. But uh, so yeah, there's some outrage. <laughs> People are saying that it is, and I quote, "poverty appropriation." Yeah, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, that's, that's pretty. That <laughs> is well, it's interesting because it's like poverty is not a culture per se, right? There's no, there's not people that self-identify. I think, I think you could say that that that. Well, it it's is. not. It's not. No one. Like, I guess no one chooses their culture anyway, but like, especially with poverty, it's like you're defined by your financial status. So like, it's not a culture to speak of. So like, appropriation doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe right? maybe somebody like, just took the well, term appropriation and just tried too hard with it this time. They appropriated the word appropriation. Ah. In this case. <laughs> I think it's appropriation, appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Who was mad was actual like 
Honestly, here's the thing, and this is why I'm just going to go right up front. Fake outrage in this one. Here's the thing. There weren't that many articles about it. I think this is just one of those ones where someone was bored at whatever news site, and they're like, we need a story today. And they're going to go, let's say there's outrage about this thing and push it and see if we can get more people mad. No one's mad. No one's actually mad. If they wanted to shout poverty appropriation, why haven't they shouted anything at... uh at uh, wh- what's his name? Now I can't remember his name. You know, uh, the rapper who's a big dick. Um, All of them? It, well, no, no. The, the, the one that's the one that's dating the Kardashian. Oh, Mary. Kanye. Oh, yeah, Kanye. Oh, when like, he made his fashion line yeah, and it well, was like garbage yeah. bags. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Why weren't they getting up, up in Kanye's grill about yeah. that? Well, that, was, that was a joke in the first Zoolander movie, the derelict campaign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> derelict, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like it finally came to be. Derelict It my was balls. inevitable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything eats its own tail. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing is that this is just the latest in the, in in just a bunch of weird, tasteless fashion shit. Because this yeah. is no different, I feel, than like the pre-ripped faded jeans. That's no, the same no. thing. It's yeah. just stupid, and rich people are gonna buy it because they're stupid, and that's just all there is to it. I've always wondered if there's like like a town somewhere like in in the Philippines where everybody's wearing like brand new Abercrombie and Fitch hats or yeah. something. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they get them all like the clothes and then they like, okay, go fuck around with them. Roll some yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. In, in, in six months, we're going to rip them off you by force and sell yeah. them to dumb white people in America. Right, exactly. Uh, exactly. Abercrombie and Fitch, like, have you ever been inside one of those stores, by the way? Oh, no. It is the closest I think most of us come to hell. Like, because it's like loud, shitty pop and like techno music. And there's just like teenagers that are work there that are like fresh off the front of the catalog. Right. Like, have hey, the gun. Just like little pretty people. Right. Like, have you That's ever- where I'd commit my mass shooting. If I was going to be a mass shooter, it'd be a goddamn Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch store. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever seen one of the old Abercrombie and Fitch uh, uh, catalogs from like say mid two thousands? Oh, when they're like naked and riding horses they're and naked. stuff. They're all naked. It's a clothing catalog, remember. and everybody's <laughs> naked. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I remember those. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and then they updated the it to now it's like dudes playing volleyball and shit. It's well, like yeah, slightly. They're not naked now, but there was definitely boobs. In the catalog, I was like, you'd walk by the store and you just see this guy with no shirt on and like a big picture of him, and you don't see the pants. It's like, well, like what the fuck are you advertising? Okay, You're, I'm never gonna look like that. It's the people. It's the, the hot people that work there. Yeah, well, yeah. Although, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'm, I'm 30 now. I mean, some of the people that work there are probably not of age. I shouldn't be talking about hot. Uh, well, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Okay, okay. The most of them are because, uh, because you know it. At 16, you still have to get a work permit to have a job. Okay, 18 is the time when you're you're able to just go in. So most of them are of age. Uh, I mean, you'd still be a sleaze ball. Yeah, a gigantic <laughs> sleaze ball. I'm not really. But, yeah. but they're they're of age. That's people not there. My, that's not my goal in life. Okay. I've been doing a bit about that lately about how I, I I this is totally true. Like a year ago, I like accidentally picked this girl up who was like 17. Like I didn't know. Like I just met her, and like we hit it off, and she was so fun to talk to. And I found out like. Several hours into hanging out where she was only 17, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is this is terrible. This is awful. <laughs> and Tell I, her what she's won. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so, yeah, as far as the the ripped shoe controversy, I'm going to go fake outrage. I think it's stupid, and I'm going to say media-driven outrage just because no one's really mad. I, I don't think this is. Yeah, no it was one's just offended. A, a, an attempt to rile people up. Yeah. This is all part and parcel problem of social media. And uh, what we've done is that the people who scream the loudest are the ones everybody hears, Um, whether it be, you know, people get outraged at the fact that, um, you know, some college somewhere is making sushi and that's cultural appropriation (laughs) 
or some bullshit like that. Like, the, this this isn't a real thing that most people care about. But if you watch, if you if you read Twitter or you're on those certain like types of blogs, like everybody's going to talk about it every five seconds. You know, it's just the way it is. That's what we try to do in the show. We try to dissect that yeah. sort of outrage yeah, internet culture. I think it's interesting too that uh, outrage culture, poverty appropriation good. is basically how like how cooking works. Like the world of cuisine, like it always starts with like peasant food. That becomes elevated into fine cuisine, and that's how the that's how that works. So faking that one. <laughs> um, and so before we wrap up, we always give our guests the opportunity. Sarah, is there anything you're currently a little bit upset, outraged about, if you will, that you want to let some steam off on? Well, there's so many things. Like one, if you're a comedian and you're on stage and you're doing comedy, let's stop fucking hitting people. You know, whatever they fucking say. All right, let's start. Let's start. Let's let's have a conversation. Let's stop trying to destroy people's careers based on a joke or or a thought. Um, and 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 let's also, you know, stop firing people um, when, you know, anonymous people accuse them of something. How about that? Can that be? Can we can we just do that? Can we can we can we just get together and just be like, OK, um, you know, freedom of speech, due process both good things support people who are who who have had pain in their life but also well, let's not jump on a bandwagon before you know th- the the information's in you know so you're outraged at the lynch mob mentality that yes. culture has these days yes i've seen it a okay. few times recently in the comedy community and it's mm-hmm. always it's always it's always like sort of uh, uh uh bothered me because comedians were all the island of misfit toys I mean, every fucking one of us is, yeah. is, there's something wrong with us. You you don't go into comedy when you're sane, okay? <laughs> That's not a thing you do. So let's, you know, you know, whether it's somebody's rape joke or somebody says the N-word or something like that, let's stop trying to, you know, destroy people for what they do on stage, okay? Because what they, that's, that's pretend land on stage. That is... That is, to me, holy land. Stand-up comedy is one of the few places in the world where you have actual freedom of speech. And let's, let's as comedians, protect that. That's what I think we should do. We should, we should band together as comedians to keep that sacred. Because, you know, if you think that if so, what somebody else says, um, you know, if that's not good, you know, that, and, and you get people behind behind banning people for saying certain things like that can so easily be turned on you the next week. Yeah. I agree. Cause here's the thing. You've been around longer than I have. I feel like, and tell me if this is a recent development. I feel like the comedy quote unquote community here in New York has turned into a bunch of raging pussies in the last no, several no, years. No, 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 no. It's not a whole bunch of raising raging push pussies. There are a few people who are, uh, who are exceptionally angry mm-hmm. at all times. Um, well, perhaps perhaps when when I said uh, when I said a bunch of pussies, that was a little bit too far in one direction. But what I was trying to say was that when did it become the job of comics to censor other comics? Because well, that right. I have a major problem with. That that I have a problem with too. But I don't think it's. I mean, I think you see with uh, with people. I think you. I think if you went in and you took a poll of comics, you're going to find mm-hmm. most of them agree with that. But yeah. the problem is it's the people who are the angriest, the loudest that are getting, you know, and it also as human beings, I don't think that this is the way to go. I think that especially when you're talking about a performance, um, but yeah. when we're talking about what people say on stage, 
you know, that's a stage. That's pretend land. We have to have the freedom to be villains up there. We have to. So if somebody says, like, if you've got a problem with somebody, like if anybody has a problem with anything that I say, they can come to me and say, listen, Sarah, I don't think that that's right. And, and listen, it might not be. I might be wrong. But, but we can't have these, like, lynch mobs. So your outrage is basically about the the uh, behavior in the community lately. Is yeah, that, yeah. Okay, no, well, that's well, the right just, way to just, say it. No, no, no. The, my outrage is specific to you know trying. Let's stop getting angry at people for you know working out their comedy. It is absolutely one hundred percent okay for people to speak whatever whoever they are. It's okay for people to speak about subjects, and let's give people the benefit of the doubt with what they say on stage because what they say on stage like i said fantasy land let's not because because it ends up being where if you like somebody they can say whatever they want like you've heard people saying well if it were funny it's like yeah. that's that's a cop out that's a cop out you you all, believe all, it all that that's just a euphemism for well if that person was more famous and could get me something i'll laugh at that person's yeah. joke like that right. is all that but, is but but that's but that's the biggest cop out if you believe it's wrong you better believe it's wrong when louis ck says it Okay. Yeah, and especially because mm. it's like you, it didn't just it doesn't just come out of nowhere being funny. Like there's a long process of working it out where it's not gonna be funny. Absolutely. Like who knows how many times Louis had to say like whatever he's got a few jokes where he does that. Where yeah. like who knows the process. You know, and the thing is, if people aren't allowed to take risks and develop anymore, then everyone's stuck in this like stasis level of writing. And it's know? the the awful part of social media that now it's so easy to get the. The, the pitchforks and the torches and get yeah. outraged yeah huh? absolutely huh? yeah there absolutely. we go all right well sarah maywell thank you for uh no problem. yeah thanks for, for coming being on the here. show you can follow her online at just at sarah maywalt at sarah maywalt uh twitter you can like facebook.com slash maywalt it's i'm easy to find if you put maywalt into the search you're probably going to find me <laughs> there's right. not many maywalts in the world okay awesome and you can hit us up online anytime you want at the fake outrage report at gmail.com mm -hmm. or the wonderful twitter handle fake yeah. outrage ripped 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 yeah fake outrage ripped ripped all right thank you everyone for listening we hope it was educational and as fun i really hope matt boner likes this show yes yeah. hopefully matt matt boner matt boner gets a boner <laughs> yeah. yeah hopefully matt boner gets a boner for this episode there yeah, we go absolutely. a little bit of a tongue twister there peace yeah. and love thank you for listening Thank you.